Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of Meet Me at the Tsaudari. If you're new here, in this podcast, we three sisters meet in the virtual Tsaudari and talk about everything and anything. I'm Sajal. I'm Pranisha. And I'm Suprema. Woo! <laughs> uh, so, how are you guys? Not too bad. It's a lovely sunny day. Yep, weather's been really good. Yeah, it's like, well, actually, it's beginning of August. I was going to say end of July. We're in the last quarter of the year. Yep. <laughs> and I can't believe it. It feels like I'm still in March. But you're not. Damn it. <laughs> but we're definitely I know. <laughs> yeah, 2020 is weird. But this episode, we thought we could talk about a show that we've been watching. Well, we watched um that was in netflix and it was quite popular so you might have watched it by now if not then you should definitely watch it and yes there's going to be a bit of spoilers but the show we're going to talk about is dun, dun, dun. i'm seema taparia i'm mumbai's top matchmaker <laughs> hi seema <laughs> so the show's name is indian, indian matchmaker, matchmaker. Is it Indian matchmaking or is it Indian matchmaker? I think matchmaker. I think it's matchmaker. I think it's Indian matchmaking. <laughs> no, it's matchmaker, I'm sure. Google it. Google it. Matchmaking, actually. Yeah. Matchmaking. I was right. Yo. So, yeah, sorry. The show is called Indian matchmaking. If you don't know about the show, it basically follows this woman called Seema. I'm Seema Taparia. A matchmaker and she collects this biodatas which is essentially a cv for <laughs> marriage and then <laughs> then she matches these people who are looking for potential partners and then they go on dates and whatever yeah. but it's like a modern version of arranged marriage kind of but not yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> what what did you guys think about the show um well it was funny <laughs> it was definitely entertaining because obviously you guys were watching it and stuff and i was like ah and you guys were like <laughs> i don't know messaging things about the characters and things like that and i think that's why i wanted to watch it yeah i think the characters definitely make up the yeah. show especially sima sima is probably yeah the main main person yeah <laughs> She's a bit of a character. She's my favorite. Yeah. I mean, when you say character, these are real people. This is their real lives. But we're, we're just calling them characters. I mean, it's a reality TV show. Character isn't like the personality and stuff that it makes up the show. Because they're mm. all so different. But that's mm. what they try to portray mm. in the show anyway. Yeah. For me, the whole concept of biodata was like, I don't know. It's not something that we have, you know, like arranged marriage is sort of similar mm. to what we have in Nepali Nepali Co- culture. culture yeah but the concept yeah. of biodata I've heard of it before but it's not it's, it's not what we are used to 
Not so like cool. having a proper CV was so funny. Like it had like the person's horoscopes. Like forget they... about having the CV, but why was all her bio data in like paper? She didn't even have. <laughs> yes. She didn't even have a computer to put everything in. She was going through all those pages. They were. I guess it's for more for camera, no? Like because if you had a screen, you didn't look so good. <laughs> recording no. i don't know screen is normal people should have screen i think but genuinely looked like she had everything on paper like she was going through She's this paper school. trying to match people had few people working for her looking for people yeah. oh she's not like she's tall but you know mm. she's not pretty it, it's just i mean the whole show for me like you say it was very entertaining mm-hmm. but there were so many like problematic things that was coming out and like it, i don't know it was just show mm-hmm. i don't know if it was trying to portray that as being normal or uh maybe it was put purposely so that people can probably talk about it how the mm. society is in you know india mm-hmm. and probably nepal as well some of it mm-hmm. but like the stuff she says are oh yeah girls need to be like fair mm. like you, you know like just saying like mm-hmm. good looking girls are like fair or like if they are tall mm-hmm. they need to be five foot three and above <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that mm-hmm. it was just it was just like some of the stuff were like whoa mm-hmm. you do hear that like people yeah. saying here as yeah. well you know like in your households and stuff like that but yeah I mean I feel like I feel like that's better because it shows the reality of what what you actually have Mm. do you know what i mean like you said Mm. people do say that stuff and it is problematic but them not saying them not addressing it or them not saying it it's almost becomes a bit fake Mm. exactly Mm -hmm. yeah but i'm not saying those comments are right i'm just saying like that's the reality of how it goes down in our culture like people are very straightforward Mm -hmm. with their opinions but again, I don't think that portrays the whole um whole of the country as well. Like Yeah, obviously not. The, I think a lot of people have developed, yeah. but this is like a small part of the mm-hmm. uh society. Like people, mm-hmm. let's say from not our yeah. culture, like not Indian or Nepalese, uh I don't want people to watch from those outside people like I'm saying like white people or, you know, Western people to watch it and yeah. think that this is what typically happens. I mean, it does though. Yeah, uh, maybe 70, 60 percent of it probably happens. But there is some movement mm-hmm. as well. Like, you know, not every household mm-hmm. will be the same, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else? Um, Lover introduction, Seema from Mumbai. <laughs> like everyone knows she's from Mumbai. <laughs> every time. She represents Mumbai. <laughs> One thing I really liked about the show is like, you know, in the mm-hmm. beginning of every episode, they showed um an old couple mm-hmm. like who have been married oh, for a long yeah. time. And, then, yeah. you know, how they, they tell about their story mm-hmm. and how arranged marriage is like successful. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it was just trying to good light to arrange marriage. That bit was uh, looked very genuine for those people. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, Actually, let's talk about it. What do you think about arranged marriage? Whoa, directly, Eilish. <laughs> because, I mean, you're, you're saying you you don't really know how you feel about those people talking about their marriage after having an arranged marriage for so many years. So I was just wondering, like, what your opinion is on that matter? Like, do you think about arranged marriage? Both of you, actually. There, there is um, different 
Layers to arrange marriage. Right? Yeah, I mm, mean, when people sure. from our parents' generation, when, w- mm. when what arranged marriage meant was you just like your parents find someone for you and that's it, you get married, that's it, right? So that I do not mm. believe in a hundred percent. That's mm-hmm. you know a violation of your human rights. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, um, and I guess nowadays the arranged marriage is combination of that. There's still mm-hmm. some people who like forcedly get married with mm-hmm. someone you probably even know. And mm-hmm. there's again like mom and dad try to modernize her. They try to fix you up with someone. Mm-hmm. I think as long as parents or whoever is arranging the marriage for you, arranging the guy for you or the girl for you, mm-hmm. as long as they don't put that pressure and they don't force you to get married, I guess it's just mm-hmm. another form of meeting a person, right? Uh, at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it just varies between what type of situation of arranged marriage you are in. Yeah. Okay. Because in the case of the show, I feel like Seema was like a dating app, basically. That's what I feel like. She was like a human dating app. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was just matching people. Mm-hmm. Human dating app with a lot of opinions, though. <laughs> so many opinions. She's the algorithm oh as well, in it. <laughs> But the thing is, like, her being very critical with all the girls, like, with the girls, they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, you need to be flexible. Like, that was her favorite word with the girls. But with the guys, Mm -hmm. like, she had no problem. (laughs) Yeah, with the guys, she sent them, like, 100 biodatas. Yeah, I think, I don't know, it's weird. Arranged marriage, obviously. Yeah. uh, Like, our parents were, like, married through arranged marriage, I (laughs) know. And they seem to be (laughs) happy-ish. They had no other option. <laughs> they seemed to make it work. Oh, exactly. That's the thing. They didn't have an option. But I think these days you have more options mm-hmm. um, to meet people organically, I suppose. Yeah, but what would you do if your parents <laughs> <laughs> asked you to get arranged marriage? I'd be like, are they five foot two? Are they five foot five two? Five foot two though? is like shorter than you. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, it doesn't matter if you like the person, but... Personal preference, isn't it? I'm joking, no. I don't know. I think... um... Would you consider? No. (laughs) That's a hard no. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't. (laughs) Because it's just weird. For me, personally, no. Not, no. Maybe if I'm like 40 and I'm dying or something. (laughs) (laughs) Then... Your parents and our parents would be like, no one's looking at you when you're 14, mate. You don't have to worry about the arrangement. Yeah, exactly. I think that was another thing on the show, like Mm. age. Mm. Mm. Because, like, there's this lady who's 36 and she's a single mother. Mm, Uh, Rupam, she was called. Mm. Her, I don't know, options are quite slim or, like, none. She has no options kind of Mm. thing. Mm. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Arranged marriage is just for people who are young and ready to get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like in arranged marriage, a lot of cases, guys are a lot older than girls. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you said, for a girl to be in a certain age, they're seen as someone who doesn't have any chances. Whereas for guys, they always have options. Yeah. As in, like, age range for girls and guys to get married is different as well. Yes. 
But didn't you think like she did show a lot of younger guys as well, didn't she? Yes. Which was very surprising. Oh my god, one of the guy was so, so young. Yeah. How young? He was like same age as me, 25. 25 for them was like old. Though. Oh, the, the rich guy. No. Sato's the guy favorite. who's okay. the mom's like... <laughs> yeah, okay. No, it's Supremadi's favorite. Because Supremadi, I can actually show you the text everybody said I've got a favorite yeah <laughs> I mean Oxy's my favorite too but he's generally a mama's boy oh my yeah. god I think his story was the most funniest for me because he's such a yeah. he's such a mama's boy he was so dependent on his mom I didn't feel like he was so naive like I feel like he didn't have his mind of his own mm. it's like he hadn't really experienced things for himself yeah his mom kind of does that for him yeah and whoever's going to marry him is marrying the mom rather than him yeah but again you know i told you guys i was watching that uh reunion Mm -hmm. episode and then oh yeah he was not completely but he was to a certain point different to what they were portraying him in the actual Mm. series so i feel like it might Mm. just be the series you know exaggerating on characters Mm -hmm. yes that could be the show and it probably is but what do you guys think about like you know you have those kind of people as well in real life like Mm -hmm. who are completely dependent on their mom or like who are very much very very family oriented how Mm. would you like for example you have to get married to someone like that Uh, (laughs) no man that's like a big no 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 because what they want is like basically another mom i know mama (laughs) yeah Yeah. they basically want to marry that i know that's what he said as well he's like i'm looking for a girl who's like my mom (laughs) i was like no you didn't say that no you yeah honey that's some like sigmund fraud shit that's creepy Going back to the show, what was your favorite character? For me, Seema. Yeah, <laughs> definitely Seema. <laughs> <laughs> okay, forget about Seema, man. Seema's everyone's favorite. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you know who I liked? Um, she called. What she called Arpana's mom. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you can't have two degrees. You need to have three. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my god, she was so funny, and they've got like these two cute little dogs as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that scene. There's yeah. a lovely picture of your cats. No, those are my dogs. <laughs> How could Siva? How could Siva not tell a difference between a dog and a cat? That was the funniest bit. How um Arpana was like, No, those are actually my dogs. <laughs> and she was like Okay, Siva was like, whatever. I don't know, I liked them and then actual like marriage candidates. Yeah, Akshay I liked because he's just funny. Mm-hmm. Mm. and Nadia was really mm. nice yeah I feel really yeah. bad for yeah. yeah I can't believe she is single yeah. to be honest yeah yeah she couldn't get married because she was Guyanese mm-hmm. but they have Indian you know mm. background yeah yeah that brings up topic about casters doesn't it like they're so cast focused and yeah you have to be from a certain family you have to have a certain background mm. Which is similar to Nepalese weddings as well. Yeah. Nepal, you know, mm-hmm. people are very costous. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, we can surely say that our family wouldn't be happy if we don't get married to a gurung person. Yeah. Mm. Even in gurung, there's like certain people you can only get married. What do you guys think about that? It's confusing. <laughs> 
the pool is very small. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Sorazate, uh, Pongilama and stuff like that, no? Yeah. But it's like, who decided that? <laughs> go back to your history book. You need to go time travel. <laughs> find that out. Yeah. But if you meet a guy, do you first of all, you just ask him person like, oh yeah, what's your dad? Well, if they are grown, then not in the beginning, but I would ask if I want to be romantically involved with that person because you are considered siblings um, if you are in the same dad and I wouldn't want to marry my sibling. Yeah, but isn't that for everyone? Even if it's Aru caste, they have similar things there. There are certain people that you consider your brothers and you can't marry. And to be honest, you shouldn't be marrying your cousins as well. It's it's a bit too close. Mm. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> You'll have some disfigured babies. What did you say? Like, what do you think about that? Are you fine with asking about caste you are and, you know, restricting yourself? I don't know. I don't think it's restriction. I feel like if you're not judgmental. Yeah. And you're just literally just asking about it, then I don't think it's really a problem. Yeah. If you're asking for the yeah. wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't feel shy about telling someone about my background because I'd rather be honest from the start. Yeah, but when you say ask, like, why would you ask it? Just to find out if you're not the same guru. Is that why? Yeah. But that's the only reason you would be asking. Because yeah. then I guess that would cause problems yeah. if you didn't ask and it turned out that you can't actually date that person. But what about you then? Will you be weirded out if someone asks you and are you comfortable asking other people as well? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, I think it depends on the intention you have behind it. If it's to just find out if you are uh, the same yeah. uh, thing, then that's fine. But if it's for any other reason, then it's just a bit wrong. Yeah, like... Yeah. I wouldn't ask if someone I consider my friend, like, what cost are you, blah, 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 like, because that's no. not relevant to me. But what about, okay, Gurung, yeah, I know that's within Gurung, but what about other mm-hmm. caste and other uh, ethnic groups in Nepal? What are your thoughts on inter-caste marriage? And st- I think it's disgusting. We should keep it pure oh. and, like, stick to our own groups. <laughs> Get the Trump supporter out of here. <laughs> I'm joking. No, of course not. Especially like maybe our generation and stuff. We probably don't think about yeah. that. But I guess like for our parents' sake, maybe we would be a bit like skeptical about going forward if you were to meet somebody who's outside your mm. cast. I think that's the thing. I feel like if it was just yeah. solely our decision, yeah. personally, mm. I don't really care. But mm. because that's not just our decision, we have to think about our parents. We have to think about... Yeah. There is things that you have to consider but that's Mm. a bit sad isn't it because this is your one lifetime life partner that Mm. you're choosing Mm -hmm. and then like for example if you're in love with someone from another cast and then you have to consider your Mm -hmm. parents feeling Mm. before your own feeling and that person's feeling Mm -hmm. it's a bit Mm. sad Mm -hmm. right it is it is a tough situation yeah um i guess you have to then think about you what your life is gonna be like in the future yeah you might work out like your parents might accept them you never know yeah but you have to also think about your parents might abandon you mm, exactly you no longer have a relationship with your family yeah and if that's something you're you are happy to do as Sacrifice. long as it's like something that no one wants to do it but it's the reality yeah, yeah. and then it's something that yeah. you have to decide 
But like, if you're a parent, yeah. why would you disown your own kid just because of a decision she's making? Yeah, but parents would do that. Yeah, it's tradition and culture. Like, as shitty yeah. as it is, that's just how it it has been in our culture and it's like law hopefully from our generation mm. forward is mm. not like that we can change that but at the moment like i know people who have yeah. abandoned their kids because they married a certain i don't know certain mm. or like certain caste or mm. or different race and some people have like abandoned them and then they reunited yeah. mm. like years later as well mm. so that is also possible but mm. At the moment, that's the reality of it. Yeah, it's just so tricky because you have to think about so many things before getting into a relationship. Yeah, I think for yeah, I don't know Asian people in general as well. Like there yeah. are so many things. It's like, oh, can I be bothered with that shit, or like, do I just leave it? Like Unsuni. That's why we don't really bother with it, do we? <laughs> yeah, it's we just, just stay single. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's dead. It is yeah, so much mm-hmm. hard work. No matter how open-minded. I don't know some grown-ups mm. are about things they seem to mm-hmm. I guess it's just ingrained in them isn't it the whole like dad mm. thing yeah you have to think about how they grew up as well mm. yeah and it's something that's always been mm. taught to them you need to think about both way right I know they don't think about this because we are doing so much consideration and thinking about their side yeah they should do yeah. the same for us as well mm-hmm. Like, and what generation we are and what are yeah. our, our thoughts on it. Like, if we want to be there. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's your life. Like, yeah. even though they are your mm-hmm. parents, it's your life. Yeah. So, obviously, if you're in certain type of situation, we need to be able to, like, speak up. Mm-hmm. I have had few discussions with my parents. Not about myself. I have <laughs> <laughs> my life story. <laughs> you know, so it's not about my own experience, but, you know, about certain people getting mm-hmm. into caste mm. into even mm-hmm. interrace mm. like mm. weddings and stuff so we had a lot of discussion in our house and yeah mm-hmm. every time there is a topic then i always try to justify from our side mm-hmm. as well i yeah. mean it's very hard but i guess mm-hmm. you just have to try to speak up in those kind of thing to bring your points across yeah yeah but it, yeah it's hard but yeah yeah i feel like it depends on your parents right it, like some parents are willing to listen and some parents are willing to uh take account but i know certain parents wouldn't yeah yeah and it's it's just a bit tricky isn't it to like bring up those topics if you know they wouldn't like they just wouldn't budge yeah mm. But I think, I don't know, I mean, arranged marriage can also be a good thing as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, our dad loves bringing this one statistics and he doesn't consider it about anything. He's like, divorce happens a lot more in Ooh. love marriage than arranged marriage around the world. Oh yeah. He loves yeah. saying that. And I'm like, but you don't consider the culture aspect of arranged yeah. marriage because in arranged marriage, there's so much pressure from the mm. families. Yeah. And that's why they're held in marriage, not necessarily because they've fallen in love and they work mm. it out yeah that's another thing like divorce is quite a big thing yeah yeah in our culture anyway yeah like oh divorce oh my god it's like a shame yeah it's like damn shame it's like you should be stuck in that shitty marriage forever yeah exactly, exactly. it's like why didn't she just keep quiet and suffer her whole life with the wrong person yeah 
Like Supermadidi said, just one life. Or he either, like both of the partners. Again, sorry, uh, but Nepalese society is very sexist. If it's a guy, I think it's more easier for the guy to yeah. remarried or like even find someone and people yeah. even talking less about them. Yeah. Whereas if it's a girl... Then... She's got like a mark on her report. I mean, at least in Nepalese society, <laughs> you're no. not considered a human being. What is she? The people just talk about yeah. you. That is very true. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. Deep. Okay, going back to Indian matchmaking. <laughs> well, let's talk about the characters. I thought we were going to talk more about the characters, you guys. Yeah, exactly. Can I just say something about Arpana? Yes. I, some of the stuff I like about her is she yeah. knows what she wants. Yeah, I love that. And she's not going to settle for less. Seema doesn't like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Seema was like awkward mm. silence. <laughs> she's demanding. That's what Seema was thinking. But I know there were few things that didn't make sense how she didn't like people with humor <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever that's the first time i heard someone complain about people having humor yeah. she's like i don't like comedy that bit was a bit like what the hell is happening here yeah for her like what really stuck out for me was the fact that maybe i'm misjudging this but i feel like she was like a example of what happened in your childhood is what you carry on forward as well oh yeah because her parents mm. were divorced and she was mm, raised yeah. by a single mom so that made her yeah. really yeah. independent her parents marriage didn't work out it made her even more uh rigid yeah. about what she wants mm-hmm. and she wouldn't move because she's like okay if i'm doing this then i want it right yeah, yeah. so i feel like how you see you know relationship during your childhood is what you kind of projects it onto your yeah, yeah. influence mm. Mm. what you're going to be like as well yeah yeah i guess yeah to a certain point but okay le- again bringing back to us what what happened to us <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about us like for me personally anyway i know like our mom wanted to mm. yeah. further her education she wanted to do certain things but because she got married and she had a kid, mm. she could only mm. do so much. Mm. And then because of that, both of our parents, they really pushed us and encouraged us to go more into mm. educational route, do as much as we can. And although now we're in that age that they think we should get married, because I know like people my age or even younger who were pressured to get married a lot yeah. younger age, yeah. our parents never put that on us till maybe now. <laughs> but... Mm. so I can see that as well and then also I feel like because we saw our mom wanting to do so much more where for me anyway I just feel like yeah. I don't really want to get married and it's not necessarily just that but I think maybe part of it is that no no, no I agree I agree with that as well after marriage you don't know neither, no? I think there's a fair yeah and you only have like one go <laughs> yeah it's like the fear in your mind about what would happen after that or or it's just like oh am I gonna make the wrong decision I think it's mm-hmm. not knowing the unknown mm-hmm. as well and I think part of it is also like you know bringing back to you being saying how our culture in terms of marriage is quite sexist yeah and that also plays a huge part in why I wouldn't want to get married mm. anytime soon because, you know, like after marriage comes the responsibility for the girl to sort of take care of yeah. the house. You can have a career, but you have to do that as well. 
Yeah, it's like double standard. Yeah. You can have a career, but you gotta get all the things done at home as well. Yeah, you gotta have a baby and yeah. then look after baby, but you can work if you want to. Like they expect you to have a kid as soon as possible, and all those things, and you're just like, nope. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Was that a lot to process, Pranis? That was a lot. It's just like surely nowadays the criteria for a girl has changed from like people who are looking for girls to marry or whatever. Okay, we all three of us are in different age range, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, like let's talk about our own experience. Not saying that we have a lot of experience, but for <laughs> for example, me. Yeah. When I was like around twenty one. Mm-hmm. Once I finished uni, my parents started slowly talking about me getting mm-hmm. married because my sister mm-hmm. got married really young, and mm-hmm. she got married because she wanted to get married. Yeah, um, and then there was a big gap, so they started telling me, mm-hmm. you know, you need to get married and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is what I told them. You know, I'm not ready to get married. Like at that time, I wasn't obviously. Yes. So I was like, I'm so not going to get, I'm too young. I'm not going to get married right now. I'm not even thinking about no. that. But when I'm 26, 27, I will like, <laughs> I will get married. Like closed eyes, I will probably get married. Oh, did Bad. you make an agreement? <laughs> and I just blinked my eyes and it was past 27, 28. <laughs> oh, wow. When I was 21, I thought 26, 27 was like so much far away. Yeah. And oh. I thought, oh, by then I'll probably have a house. I'll probably mm-hmm. have my own thing going on and then I'll be ready. You know, I have mm-hmm. my career all good and be earning a lot of money. So I'll be like ready. That will be the right age mm-hmm. for me to get yeah. married. But then mm-hmm. when yeah. you turn 27 and 28 and it's not... Nope. <laughs> The case, guys, you know, years goes so quickly and Mm -hmm. seriously, like, you don't know where it went and you don't feel that old as well, Mm -hmm. as you can see. And right now, forget about marriage, man. I'm just (laughs) (laughs) going to live your life. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking what clothes to buy next, those kind of things. What holiday am I going to go? So... Obviously, in the middle, my parents were mm-hmm. trying to get me married. They were showing me biodatas, guys. <laughs> Ooh. I wanted to talk about this as well. Don't you think, you know, like the whole concept of biodata mm. is like, well, in that Indian matchmaking show, it was about the person, the candidate themselves. But I feel like, well, in our family anyway, the biodata is about the guy's parents their yeah. background there's exactly. no information about the actual person yeah Nepal, Nepalese is like oh my god the dad is like rich person you're not marrying the dad I don't really care what the dad is <laughs> ew I don't want to be spending my dying time with the dad like they focus so much in family background I mean it's important but it's not as important as you talk about the family more than the guy but I don't know I was never interested nothing wrong with the guys I was just not interested in getting married but they did show me a few guys like if I wanted to get married and yeah it did happen and now I'm a bit older you know just a little bit older (laughs) so my mom she doesn't really say as much as when she used to do before and Mm. now it's more like 
you know what you're old like my mom is Seema basically <laughs> my own personal Seema she's oh my like God, yeah. you have not a lot of choices there's only gonna be some old dudes waiting <laughs> for you now yeah I've given up on you and so I'm like it's fine I'm okay yeah. with that mm-hmm. that's very true because I watched this show with my mom and my mom kept saying there's two cases in Bournemouth here can Seema come fly to Bournemouth <laughs> <laughs> What about you guys? Do you guys get any sort of like see my talk at home? Personally, I haven't really felt the pressure. Uh, but I think I told you guys before, but I think I just block it out because mm. um, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I feel like maybe you had maybe one talk and then you don't remember because I know Pranisati. Anything traumatic, she like it's not in her memory anymore. It just <laughs> never happened. It's my superpower. <laughs> But yeah, I can make it go away, the memory of it. So at the moment, no. But I think my other family, my, my sibling, mm. um, feels it mm. a lot. I think the pressure. Yeah, and I guess because mm. he's older than you, that's why. That's the thing, he's yeah. not though. He's, he's not, not that old. Well, he's young. <laughs> I thought he was five years older than he is. Whoa, like wow. you and Sid. How can you get your sibling's age wrong? <laughs> The same problem with Sid though. Sid like gives me some random age. I guess you don't think about us that much. That's why. <gasps> no, not true. And no, no. Anyways, what I was trying to say is because you have an older sibling mm. who hasn't got married yet. Oh, that's yeah. why they're not pressuring you mm. as much. Oh yeah, I'm protected behind the yeah. bubble. You're not the next in line. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That was such a happy laugh. And I'm really glad. I'm thankful. To be honest, I was quite shocked when this show came to Netflix. Why? I don't know, like the whole matchmaker thing. I didn't think that was a thing anymore in India mm-hmm. or anywhere else. Oh. Um, but I guess, yeah, like matchmaking still happens. Because like the whole new generation, they're all like, they mm. don't need like people to fix marriages and things like that for them anymore. I think it's mostly like parents. Yeah. Because you still have the older generation, right? The yeah. generation that thinks that way and the show was kind of trying to Mm. make it like oh modernize it oh my god um talking about that there's another netflix documentary which has seema in it called the suitable girl and apparently the director of uh you know indian matchmaking uh is the same person who directed it oh okay yeah so the other one is sort of Mm. like a documentary not a reality Mm. television it's got a different vibe yeah i was more shocked while watching that one than this one because this one just feels a bit fake yeah Mm. some parts are a bit cringy (laughs) yeah but the other one was a bit shocking especially like there was a bit Mm. in that documentary where this girl goes to let's say community center and then there's loads of guys and they just stand up yeah. It's like an auction hall. Yeah. There's someone like announcing, oh, this guy is 35 years old and he's got this, 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 this. And then the potential guy just stands up and then the girls are just watching from the side, choosing who they want to yeah. meet up. And at the end, you can choose people and then people mm-hmm. just get married yeah. like that. That was very shocking. That part and the other part where they had ads for partners in newspapers. On the newspaper, yeah. That was, oh, yeah. I was like, this is like applying for jobs. Yes. Because in the ad, it literally wrote what they're looking for. They mm. always mention like the age, the skin color, the caste, the job, and the oh my God, yeah. town that they are in the city that they are. And then you apply for those yeah. ads. 
or you ring them up to say like yes I fit this but I feel like I prefer this documentary I guess you can call it a documentary than yeah. that reality yeah. show it's called A Suitable yeah. Girl by the mm. way and basically the premise is that it just follows these three girls is yeah. it three? Yeah. three right yeah three girls and their journey to marriage mm. and all three of them have a very different yeah. I guess mm. journey mm. here of how they eventually get married yeah. and all three of them, I don't know, was quite sad. It was very sad. No, but the girl, the girl went to that auction thing. I loved her happy ending because at the end, she was genuinely so happy yeah. to get married yeah. to the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually yeah. teared up at the end. <laughs> For her specifically though, you know, throughout the whole show, it showed how difficult it was for her to get married mostly because of her appearance mm. also it was really sad to see her trying to get married for the wrong reasons yeah mm, mm, yeah mm. the part that was kind of difficult for me they made it look well to her and her parents and i guess it's because of the culture yeah. marriage is the destination marriage is where you're mm. gonna get happy ending marriage is what it's gonna give you happiness it's really not i don't think it's the true reason you should get mm. married I mean, I'm happy for her because at the end, I think she was happy. And I think the guy she found was... So sweet. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I love that guy yeah, so much. And I'm happy it worked out for her. But just the whole, you know, during the show, it just kind of made mm. me so uneasy how desperate she yeah. was. It was just pressure from people around her to get married. And yeah. everyone saying that, yeah. you know, once you get married, it's just happy life. Well, the one that I felt the most like, oh this is kind of shit was you know the girl who gets married and then her husband promises her like oh, work you can still have a career mm. after you get yeah. married he, she's like oh just tell me if i can yeah go back to work or not and he's like you can't yeah. anymore and then she ends up becoming a housewife like you could see mm. she's not happy yeah it was so weird yeah. at the beginning there was like clips of her going to work finishing work going to after work mm. drinks and stuff mm. yeah and then all of a sudden like she's like packing and she's like oh, i'm gonna go get married <laughs> and then also during the marriage ceremony i think she cries yeah um and just before um there's like this blank look on her face as if to say like oh shit what yeah. the frick am i doing and then she's like mm. just yeah. realizing what's actually happening after she got married she almost lost her identity yeah she's wearing like saris and stuff like and she just looks so weird and out of place and if you want to wear sari that's like good right but she said like oh i feel more comfortable wearing jeans and mm. shirt but i have to do this for my father-in-law it was depressing and then there was the third character which was sima's daughter wasn't it mm. oh yeah she did not want to get married <laughs> <laughs> till the end she did not want to get married and i hated that bit i think she was she was sitting next to him and he's like yeah. oh i have to get married if i don't get married to her i have to get married anyway so i just you know got married to her yeah that's charming he was like oh in my next life i want to be european so i don't have to get married her face was just like shocked but i guess she had the same feeling as well <laughs> But she was like, same Because inside. she genuinely didn't want to get married. I think she only got married because, you know, she always talked about education. And she was yeah. like, I, I've done this much work and I don't want to get married to just anyone. Yeah. And I want to advance in my career. So her mom bought the most educated man she could find. <laughs> so she couldn't say no. <laughs> yeah. He had like so many qualifications. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> 
almost pressured her to be like, this is what you wanted. <laughs> There you go. Oh my god, let's talk about the rich guy, you know, the jewelry guy. Oh yeah. This guy, when we first see him, when Sima first sees him, he's like making all these like gastronomy, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And then they have like a closet for the Bogwan Kolagi, Bogwan Kamurti Kolagi. Oh my god, did you, do you remember? We made clothes for them. Yeah, the tiny little closet. They had so many dresses for the Bogwans. Even I don't have that many clothes. That was my favorite bit <laughs> yeah. of the whole show. I think his lifestyle was quite different to all the other people, right? Yeah, because he was filthy rich. He was the richest. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you guys uh, notice the guy's dad go earrings? <laughs> he had diamonds on. <laughs> no. no. I wasn't paying that much attention. Oh my God. I love it. Oh my God. Uh, one more thing. So basically, you know, um, Arpana's date. Yeah. Where they like yeah. are throwing axes at the wall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like what were they doing? What is that? No, it's a thing. Do you not know? It's a it's like a thing. Yeah, you can do it in London as well. I didn't know that was a thing. I was like what the hell are they doing? Yeah, we can go on your next uh, orange marriage date. We'll send you to an extra thanks. <laughs> just just don't throw the axe at the guy. <laughs> Yeah, literally. I swear she was going to hit someone though, the way she was throwing that thing. But guys, one thing, the guy had a podcast oh, as yeah. well. That was the most interesting thing about that guy. Podcasting and he's an author and he surfs. She was like, you don't have a career, bye. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as she heard that yeah. switch was like flipped, she was like, I don't want to go yeah. eat with you. I don't want to drink with you anymore. Can we just bye? Which I like because she's not wasting anybody's time. Yeah, exactly. I really wanted to talk about like uh, this year obviously 2020 there hasn't been any weddings or celebration there was actually a couple of weddings that I wanted to go this year yeah I haven't been to a wedding for a long time same but what do you guys think about like Nepalese weddings love it love the food oh yes <laughs> that's what I'm there for too <laughs> go there for the food Um, love the free bar it's grand isn't it yeah it's grand I think it's pretty fun I think it's like a place where you can meet your friends, I guess. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> You're not there for the <laughs> groom and the bride. Bit old. <laughs> no, I mean like you meet a lot of families and friends at one place. And nowadays the weddings are like one wedding is there to top the other one. Like what's the best destination? What's the best decor? I mean the decoration. Are, sorry guys, whoever you guys are married. But mm. the decoration are kind of similar in every wedding. <laughs> We, when you mm. go to a Nepalese wedding, you know, you it. know it's a Nepalese wedding because there's certain things. Just watch few of the Nepalese wedding videos in yeah. uh, YouTube and you'll see. And there's few things that people do there dance and for the girls it's like getting new lengas or uh, outfits yeah food mm-hmm. obviously like you said food has to be good i went to f- this dai's wedding mm-hmm. um last year and he had pani puri and chatpati <gasps> i was like dream yeah, dream 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 this is it. i wish i was there There was this auntie just giving you like pani puri and mm-hmm. i was going again again mm-hmm. oh yes i would definitely be But yeah, what do you guys think about dancing in your wedding? I think that's great. Well, your own wedding. 
Yeah, like for example, if it's my friend's wedding and I'm dancing, mm-hmm. then I don't mind because I've done a few times. Damn, everyone's searching YouTube. <laughs> oh my god, no, yeah. no, 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 can no, I? No. <laughs> you don't want to see that. But um, I don't know about dancing on my own wedding. When I say dancing, I mean like a full blown out choreographed like, uh, performance. Yeah, I don't know about myself. I wouldn't want to do it just because weddings, Nepalese weddings or Gurung weddings, sorry, last for three days or so. I am knackered. I don't want to think about performance. I also, you know, everyone comes to you and like everyone's like, oh yeah, greet you. Yeah, greet you. And then I am exhausted. The last thing I want to do is dance or sing or whatever. It's like you invite all of these people to your wedding and they're there to congratulate you. But not just that, you have to entertain them as well. They're getting free food. <laughs> what more do they want? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but I think some people like it though. Some people do like performing in their weddings. I, that's not me though. I think majority people like it. It's just few of us. I, I don't mind dancing at my friend's wedding. And I yeah. don't mind my friends dancing in my wedding. I think that's really nice if they perform yeah. something. I would dance in your wedding too, guys. <laughs> Who said we're getting married here? <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about that? Not getting married? Would that be weird? I don't mind. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, I don't want to ever get married. Current me, I am not thinking about marriage. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I'm just thinking, like, maybe in the future I'll change my mind. Yeah. But at the moment, like, not really. For me as well, uh, when I was Sajal's age... Mm-hmm definitely was like i'm not getting married right now right but mm-hmm. uh, i think it does change as you grow older mm-hmm. i guess right now i'm obviously not ready to get married or thinking about marriage mm-hmm. but i do feel like when you get older and everyone you know mm-hmm. eventually gets married you mm-hmm. kind of feel mm-hmm. like you're being left out for more i guess mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's true actually like your friends might start having mm. kids and stuff like your lifestyle and their lifestyle don't match anymore and then you get new friends i'm joking but <laughs> savage oh wow <laughs> i'm joking uh and as sad as it is for women mm. as well yeah i mean there are options like you could have your eggs frozen mm. or whatever but there's a certain age that starts getting difficult to have kids if you want to have kids in future that's true like some people don't want to have kids either uh, which is perfectly fine but if you are thinking about that then there is unfortunately a biological clock that starts ticking after a certain age yeah but you know in them uh, (laughs) in them uh, 60 years 70 years old (laughs) granny what's up fertile <laughs> That's me, in it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But like having kids as well, I want to be in a place where I'm like comfortable financially, and then have a kid. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, girl, I have so much shit I want to do. Yeah, I don't want to take you with me. <laughs> Spend my money I'm on. Joking, no. Definitely has to be planned. Mm. But I think also nowadays, is it biabu bisiketi say keta ko gorma zano prasaman zinda na? Yeah. Is that still a thing, or can you just go to your own house? <laughs> no, you can't go. To- I think you have your own house with that person. You don't go to their house, their parents' house, or you don't go to your parents' house. I hope you get your own Pradisa, place. It's pretty sad. Gets married and we're like, okay, I'm going home now. <laughs> See you guys. See you on Friday. 
Message me. Is this done? Okay, thumbs up. <laughs> Cheers, mate, for the time. Oh, man. But yeah, that was just oh, a thought. God. But yeah, you get your own house, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to live with your in-laws. Would you live with your in-laws? If I got on with them, yeah. Saddle, would you live with your in-laws? Hi, how are you? No, I like living by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like living with my parents. So your husband <laughs> is living somewhere and you're living by yourself. <laughs> that would be ideal. <laughs> I mean, yes. But what I mean is I like to have my own place and I wouldn't want to, I guess, live with the in-laws just because, <laughs> I don't know, just, you know, like there's too many people. <laughs> Yeah, you want my own space. You want your own space and freedom. Yeah. What about you, Pranisha? Because, no. yeah, like Sazu said, I do like my own space. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like mm. to be... Like, every day is just too much. Maybe twice a week we can socialize <laughs> in the living room. <laughs> twice a week, once a year, mate. <laughs> COVID-19, isn't it? Just meet in your garden. Meet in the garden. <laughs> well, if you really get along with them... Then see you on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very important to have your own place because obviously you're starting a new journey together. That's right? true. You, my parents are not c- coming along in this journey. So why is your parents coming along? They're there to support you, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it. No comments more than that. <laughs> so that's it for today. Um, hope you guys enjoyed our rambles about marriage and yeah I mean it would be really nice to have maybe from a guy's perspective since I mean this is all three females talking about our stand on I don't know arranged marriage or marriage in general mm-hmm. so maybe we'll have a part two about marriage uh, with someone I don't know even part three you know from a guy's perspective part three from someone who's already married Maybe that would be interesting as well. But thank you for listening. And if you want to know more about us, follow us in our Instagram. And you can also listen to us in Spotify, SoundCloud and all other podcast platforms. Our handle for all is meet me at the Tzaltari with then. Bye. Bye. Happy marriage. Happy life. Happy wife. What's on that? Thank <laughs> you.